Uh, continue. Bill, you screwed up the intro. Sorry. <laughs> you said continue. Why did you say continue? Well, I had to hit the thing. I had to hit the button on my screen. It popped up like, "Are you okay with being recorded?" I'm like, "Yeah, continue." time it is everybody it's the empire hockey podcast with your host the commissioner commish perry and associate to the assistant to the regional commissioner bill hey bill up? hey what's up dude it's guess been what? a while yeah i guess what we're still in a pandemic apparently <laughs> that's the rumor <laughs> Especially the uh, Canadian, uh, especially uh, north of the border. I mean, we can only speak for south of the border, but we are also in a pandemic. <laughs> We're also in a pandemic, uh, so. No, very much so. But from an EHA perspective, the, uh, the EHA teams that had more Canadian team people maybe. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, week. I know. I, I know what you were saying. I just felt like it was, since we have several that are below yes. um, the, I was about to say the Mason-Dixon line, but. There's a different line. What would you call that line? Uh, the U.S. Canada border. The, that that would be the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, why doesn't it, like the Mason Dixon line is it, isn't in a real it, line and it has a name? It it well it sort of is. It's the border. You know, I'm from Maryland, so like I'm yep. very familiar with the Mason Dixon line. So that like there's a you know there's an actual substance to that. You know. Yeah, but there's, I mean, there's a, there's a border between the U.S. and Canada, and it doesn't have a name. Well, we just got to pick two names, like the, uh, I don't know, the, uh, the Matthews, Crosby Madonna? Matthews McDavid line or something. I don't know. Or I guess you would have to pick an American and a Canadian. Yeah, that didn't work, Bill. Yeah, so I picked two Well, no, Canadians. no, no, Matthews is from Arizona. Oh, yeah, he plays for Toronto, but he's from, yeah, right. So that, yeah, that yeah, works. Yeah. The Matthews that, it did McDavid work. What you did work. Yeah. It worked. Right. It worked. Yeah. Anyway, some disappointment from from my team who decided to either play terribly or get COVID all last week. So, you're also in a very good division. Yeah, but I, I played against. I hope he's not listening. The Coyotes <laughs> <laughs> and lost because <laughs> uh, I scored like I scored very few points. Bill, I actually felt bad um, because um, uh, everything in his power. It was seemingly did the portland pirates do to almost get a win i mm-hmm. i beat portland by like four points he scored in like 94 in the covid week so like i thought that was really good for portland but yeah i scored 99 and he also had to face uh i think it was san jose and yeah. sharks put up like 127 points or something like that so even on like a good week i almost yeah i feel bad not having him get his second win i had 55 which i thought would be the low for the week but the nope. Rangers at 38 <laughs> and the Blues at 38 and a quarter. Yeah. It's too bad they didn't there play was, each other. <laughs> there was some, there was some struggles out there. Um, Winnipeg 54. Wow. Okay. Well, you Winnipeg only had 54. Um, <sighs> wait, so you played Coyotes and Coyotes beat you. He only had like 67, 68, right? 68. And like, yeah. yeah, it was sad. Mostly were, because... There were the two extremes. There were a couple teams that like still like Islanders and Red Wings and a couple teams that just unfazed by this, just 160, 170 points or whatnot. And 
then there were many others that were like, oh boy, <laughs> this is going to be tough. He, this guy plays for me, Bill. He certainly wasn't one of the goalies of the week, uh, but he had a very strange stat line for the week, Bill. He went two wins, one loss in three games, gave up 15 goals, <laughs> 73 saves, and got me minus half a point, James Reimer. <laughs> wow. That's that's pretty phenomenal, which is funny because both of my goalies were on COVID, so my goalies not playing somehow did better than James Reimer, who did make more than 70 saves but gave up so many goals he got you negative. Incredibly. Uh, he won a game 8-7 <laughs> yeah. against Arizona. Then won a yeah, game... that was the sh- shootout, right? Yeah. A yep. shootout. Then he won a game in overtime 3-2. to two. So those first two games went to overtime. He made... I don't know, 71 saves or 61, sorry. And then he gave up six goals and an 8 5 loss to the Penguins and got pulled after the first period. <laughs> uh, oh, my. But and that didn't help. I don't think him, well, him playing that, ter- if he plays pretty good, I might win, but he played very badly and I lost. Didn't but help. I had a- no. Didn't have many, many games played. I had 40 games played, which I guess is more than Buffalo, and he beat me by more than double, so I don't know what to say. Anyway, let's get to the players of the week, Bill. Let's do that. Starting with the forwards of the week. And an honorable mention to, even though I'm not very happy about it, Jordan Cairo, who had uh, seven points on the week, and four of them were in the first ever Minnesota uh, outdoor target field extravaganza. Yes. Yeah. He is the one that single-handedly pretty much helped me get past pirates. Nice job, Bill. That was a big yeah. trade for you, wasn't it? Yes. That was a, a large trade I had uh, in the last season. Who did you give up for him? Oh gosh. Was that was it in the nurse or trade? was it? No, that was Yeah. I think that was in the nurse trade. Yeah. Oh, so that's a pretty good return. He's he's done pretty well so far this year. Anyway, our top three forwards of the week from the Florida, uh, almost to the Marlins. Yes. Florida Panthers, uh, Justin uh, Huberdeau, 23 and a half points, 7.83 per week. A lot of assists, one goal, eight assists. Were they the uh, team that put up spot? a nine spot? I think, didn't somebody yeah. put up a nine spot this weekend? There were a number of nine spots, eight spots, seven spots. But, uh, yeah, Jack Hughes, the 20-year-old for the uh, in-real-life New Jersey Devils, plays for the Sharks in our league. He's a 399th-ranked forward overall, or player overall, I guess. Uh, but he had 25 points last week, 8.33 per week, three goals, five assists. So it's kind of a breakout party for Jack Hughes. Congrats to him. And you then our number know, one. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Bill. I thought you were saying something, say, but you didn't no, say anything. Yeah, you never know. I mean, that's the beauty of it. And then our number one forward of the week is Mika Zabanajad from the Real Life Rangers and the Houston Arrows in the league. 25 points. So actually a tie between Hughes and Zabanajad. I should have probably said that outright. They tied. Uh, Zabanajad gets the player of the week award because we don't give out ties here. Uh, four goals separates him as opposed to the three goals for Hughes. Anyway. So Zabanajad is our forward of the yeah. week. Yeah, goals, goals is a really good tiebreaker. Because you want to be the best forward, score more goals. That's what I say. Yep. Defensor, defensive players of the week, defenders of the week, Bill? 
And another long shot here is our third defender of the week, Noah Dobson from the Islanders. Wow. And the EHA Philadelphia Flyers, 15.5 points per game, two goals to assist, was a plus four. A little power play goal in there, sneak it in there. Another 21-year-old, a young guy. Number two defenseman of the week was the only healthy Florida Panther all week. I'm surprised they did this on defense. Mackenzie, Mackenzie Wegar, 16 points on the week, 5.33 per game, a goal and three assists. He played 60 minutes of every game, Bill. That's, uh, that's probably record. It's got to be a record. Yeah, I lied. He only played 22.52. 20, not point. I can read time. 22 minutes and 52 seconds a game. So congrats to Wegar, single-handedly keeping that Florida blue line afloat through all the COVID mess that the league is dealing with. And our number one defenseman of the week, he plays for Bill's team. It's John Carlson, 18 and a half points per game, 6.17, or 18 and a half total, 6.17 per game, two goals, four assists. The one veteran that Bill has not gotten rid of, and he's performing for you, Bill. He played even more, 24 minutes, 35 seconds per contest. He had five minutes and six seconds of power play time in the three games on average. He's a horse. Yeah. What the heck? And Good. and some somehow no trade offers for him this week. No, but I but I I <laughs> I, I I don't trade him. I, he's a cap. I gotta you know still have some. Fun yeah, keep some continuity on the yeah. on the squad, right? Yeah, he's only yeah. twenty nine. No, no, he's only thirty one. He's still gonna be good for another couple of years. Our top three goalies of the week, and they separated themselves here. I get to say his name again. Uh, you say Soros <laughs> is the third goalie of the week. <laughs> You say Soros, I say Soros. Juice. Yeah, yeah juice. 18.25 points on the week for Soros <laughs> in just two games, 9.12 per game. So they Chris had that Letang going for slack and he's not on your defender list. Yeah, what the heck happened to Chris Letang? Yeah. Let's rewind that. Where's Chris Letang? I mean, he may have COVID for all I know. I don't yeah, know. he's not in the top 20. There's... People named Jake Middleton. <laughs> and isn't that one of the like the reality show people or the uh, either? The, uh, you mean like or, royalty? Or famous, famous British person. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. a famous British person. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Middleton. Yeah. It's the, her, uh, her, her, her little brother. Kate, um, right? Yeah. Kate Middleton. Thank you. Yes, Bill. Yeah. Right. This is this podcast touches all subjects, folks. Well, we don't have a we don't actually have a Brit in the league, right? So we gotta you know do what we can. That's to true. Middleton's the British. From, Middleton's British, probably. Um, goalies. So Saros is the number three goalie of the week. Yeah, Bill. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Where do you think Middleton's from? I'll give you two guesses. It was his name, Jake Middleton. Jake Middleton. He's a defenseman for the San Jose Sharks. He's from Moosehead, Ontario. That's a really good guess, Bill. He is from Wainwright, Ontario. Wow. <laughs> I think Moosehead is Alberta. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I suck. No, you don't suck. I, I'm just I, that's that sticks in the back of my mind, and I've seen many, many Canadian hometowns in my life, so I, I'm pretty sure it's in the West at least. I I need to familiarize myself better with the McDavid Matthews uh, yeah. line. Yeah. Exactly. Our number two goalie of the week is from the real life Anaheim Ducks. And it's John Gibson from the California Golden Bears. 
Seals. Seals. Dang it. I slowed down to get it right and still didn't get it right. 12 wins for California this year. Yeah. The only reason I'm I'm ahead of them in the in the standings because I think of head to head. But California's having a really good bounce back here, so we should be happy yeah. about that. Indeed. And then our number one goalie of the week, he still has rookie status from the New York Rangers, Igor uh, Shesterkin, plays for the St. Louis Blues, who still can't get out of their own way despite having Shesterkin on the club. Wait, Shesterkin plays for the Blues and was the best goalie of the week. Yeah. And Blues only scored thir- he, so he scored more than his forwards did because his four he, he only scored thirty eight twenty five. My goodness! <laughs> oh no, he was on his bench. No. Oh no. Miko Koskinen was in for the Blues. Oh no, he should make some trades then if he's got that going. Oh on. dear, that's not good. Come on, Matt. Matt's getting scolded on the pod, which she'll never listen to, but that's okay. Well, yeah, you got. Uh, that's you got it, right, Bill? Yeah. You have to play Shesterkin. I don't know very much about fantasy hockey, but I know that. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to uh, the upcoming week, Bill. Let's. We got some games. Look at the standings first, because we haven't, obviously we haven't had a pod in a while. Right. Starting Islanders with the. still taking names. Yeah. Let's, we'll slow down and start with Dave's hot and juicy Norris division where there are currently four teams in the playoffs. Including yourself. Right, just barely me. Yeah, the Blackhawks, 17-4-1. Detroit, 16-6-0. Tampa Red Bay, Wings high point score of the past week, by the way, I believe. Who's that? I think it was Red Wings, wasn't it? Oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Red Wings having a great year. Tampa Bay Lightning hanging on there. I was working on a trade with uh, Sherry earlier. But uh, couldn't come to terms, so it's still off the board. Actually, when's the trade deadline, Bill? Uh, that's a great question. Let me check Actually, the no. other tab. <laughs> you no. checking the other tab? Yeah, it's not in the other tab. Oh, league rules summary. Let's try that. Uh, trade deadline is February 13th. Okay, I forgot you, that you, hockey seasons are long when you don't have a break, uh, like covid Oh yeah, when does the Olympic? When is the non-Olympic Olympic break? Is it? Was it? I guess it was during the Olympics, huh? So like, it's about three more weeks till the break. Yeah, that's gonna be fun too. It sure is because there's actually gonna be games, right? And the teams that didn't play will be playing more than the teams that did. Exactly. So there'll be some lopsided nonsense going on the other way. Well, yeah, theoretically, the teams that have been struggling now, maybe you're doing better then. So that's a good point. Good point, Bill. Yeah. It all leaves out in the end. Yeah. Anyway, I am in fourth at 12 and 10 after a horrendous 0 and 2 week. Um, but still, I have a 3 and 1 record in the division. Chicago's 5 and 0 in the division. Uh, Rune Naranda, the Huskies are 9 and 13. They're still in the hunt. Teams probably out of it. St. Louis at 6 and 16. And the Portland Pirates are 1-21. and 21. Still rebuilding there is Nick. Came so close this week. I know. The John Couch Adams division is led well, by the Buffalo let, Sabres. At, let me ahead. real quick point out one thing, though, from the Dave's Hot and Juicy Norris. Sure, I'm going to pop this. Uh, I'm going to open this wild sour beer. Nice. Wait, wild sour beer? That's got to be better than that PBR or whatever thing you had. The coffee the PBR? Yeah, yeah, I've already right. had one of these, so I know they're good. Okay. Um. Mm. Portland, who is one and twenty-one, 
yeah. has scored 300 more points than St. Louis, who is 6-16. Six and 16. That's pretty wild. Oh, yeah, it's, good. It's, a good, it's a good point, Bill. So just Portland is certainly – you can't, like, say they're phoning it in. They're giving it a shot. They're giving it a shot. Yeah. On to the John Couch Adams division, where Buffalo is in first place at 15-7. and seven. I'm sure the Sabres fans out there love hearing that. Just those words, I guess, not necessarily the team, because they're not all Buffalo Sabres fans, except for Alexan, who is. And all run the team. Uh, Quebec and Joe is in second place, 13-9. and nine. Boston is currently out of the playoffs at 11-11, and 11, but that's a good team. They've been a playoff team in the past. More points for than against. They should be in the hunt there. Hartford and the Rockies are barely hanging on at 7-15 and 15 each. And Montreal, who's had a very tough luck season, is in last place at 5-17 and 17 after making the playoffs, winning their division last year? I think so. I think they're going first to worst. What happens in the Couch-Adams division? It's a tough division. We'll, yeah. we'll leave it at that. Yep. The Migos Popeye menu Smythe division, Bill, is always very highly contested. All but one team is at least 500. Yep. And Phoenix, the worst team in the division, is probably the best worst team in the league. Very much so. Despite they are purely rebuilding, and they well, like, beat me last week, and I'm still not very happy about it. And those games you kind of chalk up as a win, this year at least. And no, he's, been, he's doing a real good job of rebuilding that team, so we have to give him some props. Even winning a little bit more early than he might have liked. But still probably destined for the, the draft pick, well, but that's, that goes back to my point with Portland. Portland has scored three more points than Phoenix has, and Phoenix is eight and fourteen, and Portland is one and twenty-one. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah. Anyway, Vancouver is sixteen six and zero. Oh, they're in first place. San Jose thirteen eight and one. The Hughes are coming alive, as we've talked about. Houston and Winnipeg are both thirteen and nine. California, kind of a surprise, but a good rebound year. For the Golden Seals, they're 12 and 10. And as I mentioned, there's a 500 team in there. It's the Anaheim Ducks, who could still make a run, Bill. Almost 2,400 points on the year. Still not quite where they want to be as far as uh, Bruce is concerned. But, you know, that's a team that you there's still plenty of hockey left, right? You think still any of these teams can make a run to the postseason. Well, I mean. He's a game out. Yeah, one good week. And, yeah, you're in it or not mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Exactly. On to the Patrick Starr division, Bill where it's a runaway for the division title. Although, I should I say runaway, but Pittsburgh's right there, only four uh, games back, eight points back of the Islanders. Or Bill mentioned top of the show, 20-2. and two. Uh, Pittsburgh is 16-6, and six, and they got a bunch of teams uh, right around 500, maybe a little under than they want to be. Bill is 9-13, and 13, just a pretty good year for Bill. Uh, then you got the Flyers and the Devils at 8-14, and 14, and the Rangers pulling up the rear at 6-16. Six and 16. Bill, you're three and one in the division. Well, our division is, uh, well, it's uh, mostly under 500. Right, but anytime you can go three and one in the division, it's a good start, at least. It's going to be in the game notes for the end of the year, that's for sure. <laughs> Bill, any uh, observations from your division? Um, the Islanders are really good, um, and the Penguins are going to be a tough out for whoever has to play them in the postseason because they're two very good teams. So right. that's the best I can tell you from our division. Let's look at some matchups for this week, Bill. Any of them really stick out for you? Let's see. I have the Rangers and Devils, so I got to 
not a far trip for my IRL location. Down Red Wings, Red Wings Lightning there. is going to be a good game. Right. Um. Uh. Who is it? Uh. Um. Sharks yeah, and Jets. A rivalry match here. You got Rune Aranda versus Chicago. Yeah, but the the game of the week, I think, yeah. is probably going to be Islanders Canucks. Oh yeah, that's a great matchup. Tampa Chicago is up there as well. It is, but yeah, you're definitely right, Bill. So, I mean, there's there's a few good ones out there, but um, that's you got to watch for that for sure. Sharks, uh, Winnipeg is good. Winnipeg looking to rebound from a really rough week. The question marks overcame the Jets last week. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's one of those things where COVID is it's makes fantasy hockey is already very uh you know up and down as far as production wise for, for a lot of reasons. But then you throw in not playing at all and trying to like put a competitive lineup out there and it's it's pretty tough even when you're playing a full hockey lineup like we are. Like I've Indeed. been running 7d 11 forwards for the last i think two weeks now because i just don't have enough healthy players i'm doing it again this week with trevor van reemsdyke as my seventh defenseman go caps oh yeah he's actually having a good year relative to the rest of his career should be getting you some penalty kill stats he's blocking shots his 1.6 points per game is his career is a career high Fantasy points per game, I'm assuming. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. He has eight assists in 29 games. Doesn't have a goal yet. I will have you know, too, that uh, your boy Nick Dowd had there. a beautiful goal yesterday. I, I think uh, I saw against it. New Jersey, yeah, where he yeah. kind of like hit it up in the air to himself and scored. Mm-hmm. And that Nick Dowd's averaging 2.3 points a game. Bill, if you want to send him back to me, I'm right I'm, here. I'm, I'm pretty happy with him, honestly. I know you are. Ever since I didn't keep him, Bill's been rubbing it in that he his, was able to draft salar- Nick Dowd. His salary is eight hundred. I, I look, he's been on my team for more than you know most of this league's existence. This is probably I think it might be the first year I don't have him. That's fair. Uh, we, we almost got a chance to see some of our prospects at the uh, at the uh, junior championships, but uh, that went sour in a hurry. Yeah, and kudos to the uh, efforts made by uh, the Slackmates for uh, like mm-hmm. charting how many people had the. That was incredible work. All that work went into that. That unfortunately went for naught. Yeah, I mean, we we saw kind of who was doing what for a little bit, but that yeah, it kind of stinks that, that we didn't get to see that uh, pan out all the way. I had uh, Chaz Lucius and Emil Andre, two of my favorite names on my minor league roster out there, and uh, Zion Nybeck, I think, was also playing. So I, I got three really good names in my farm system, Bill. I love most of my names in my farm system, but they uh, yeah. like Casper, Kas- Simon, Tyval, or whatever. That's uh, a pretty good one, guys. Yeah, yeah. That's after the first round or second round, I draft mostly on a cool name. <laughs> that's great. Not to, get, not to give away my strategy at all, you know, but I'm just laying it. I'm just laying it out there for the folks. Um, you asked people to make sure that their rosters are updated, obviously, oh, yeah. illegal statuses and whatnot, too. But, like, just like you said, not only even that, but like, like, just to, like 
two minutes ago, like another guy got added to the COVID list on my team. So it's, you always got to check even. Yeah. That's really what you're looking for. Right. Yeah, exactly. Not not only is it illegal, like they've been stuck on the IR too long and the fan tracks is going to ding you, but like also like I, I'm just banking on, I have guys in my lineup right now that aren't playing like one of them, like Derek Broussard's not going on his road trip on Tuesday, but I know that, Donato, oh, Donato's, Donato's back, but they're not playing any games this week. <laughs> <laughs> that is his biggest problem, is all That's, three of his games are postponed. That is that is tough. So you're looking at, you know, games that guys have, and right now I'm going to the week with 52 games, which is seemingly like a lot, but the, <laughs> we'll wait to the end of the week to really discover that uh, New Jersey I'm playing, he has 39, the Rangers have 37, um, just looking through the league right now, Boston has uh, 46, Chicago 46, California's got an illegal roster, St. Louis has an illegal roster. So, so if, I, yeah, if they have a zero, they're illegal, right? Yeah, Montreal has an illegal roster. Ducks. I'm, I'm not going to keep calling people out because obviously people get to this medium later and maybe it's been fixed, so it doesn't really do a lot of good to do that. But I'm just saying there's a lot of people who need to fix some things there. No, I'm not trying to call people out on the pod. That's not what I'm trying to yeah, do. I know, it I know be, so- it, but it would be helpful. You want, you want. It, I mean, in order for things to go the way they need to go, that would help. Right, right. And I end up usually helping people out anyway. If it's just like, you've left a guy in IR too long, it's not the end of the world. Right. So, yeah. One, ga- one game, though, gets everybody started uh, Monday night. Uh, yeah. Uh, believe, the Believe Oilers Rangers is still on. Yeah, it starts in uh, 15 minutes. So, so we'll, we'll get to, we'll get off... Uh, Get off the mic, Sarah and Bill, and I won't be able to watch it because it's blacked out for me, but that's fine. You can like change your, uh, you know, location. Oh, yeah. We're not going to talk about, yeah. We're, yeah. We're not going to talk about that on the pod. No, well, that's fair. Yeah. yeah that's illegal. Frowned upon. <laughs> Bill, with that, we're going we're gonna to call it for the week, and hopefully we'll have another pod next week so we can keep this going. Give it a go. I love it, Bill. Any final words for the folks as we uh, get another pot in the books here? Uh, yeah, and uh, get your football fix in because that's about to end. Oh, yeah. So if you're a Vikings fan, then stop watching two weeks ago. Take and a- go, go watch the Wild more. Oh, yeah, except for on Saturday. Don't watch that. D- Dean Evison getting extended. They've lost five in a row. Well, maybe the timing wasn't so great. We'll see you next week. Thank you.